Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, and welcome to Real Presence Live. We are so grateful to be with you this morning. I am one of your hosts, Brad Gray. And I'm Janine Bitson, and it is. It's a beautiful fall morning Love across it. our listening area, and we're just so glad you joined us this morning. This is great. Uh, we're enjoying a little bit of an Indian summer here, and it's just, I, I rejoice in whatever we can get as far as warm, because I'm not a big cold weather guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the farmers out there working so hard. We drove uh, up to Halleck and back yesterday, mm. and I tell you, they work so hard mm-hmm. for us, and we are really, really super grateful for all of you out there in the fields. Yeah, it's a beautiful time of year, and it's, it's a beautiful time to, as we said um, in the intro, to, to really go into our faith, to discover the great love of God and how we are enlivened and built up by God's presence in our lives and His gifts in our hearts and um, and in our actions every day, you know, so. And a great gift that we have this morning is we're going to be kicking off our show this morning with Father Peter Andrew from the Diocese of Fargo. And usually Brad and I, we trade off in, in, in starting prayer for our show. But when you have Father Peter Andrew, oh my goodness. Father, welcome. Would you lead us in prayer, please? It would be my honor. We pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the beautiful weather. We thank you for the gift of our our beautiful faith, our life, our relationship with you. We can call you our Father, that we are beloved sons and daughters of the Father. And we thank you for giving to us Jesus, your Son, our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, and all the different ways that, Jesus, you continue to come to us through the sacraments, through the Church, through our life of prayer, our relationship with you. And we thank you for Our Lady and all the saints. And as we are celebrating the special upcoming um, anniversary of the apparition of October 13th in Fatima, we offer in a very special way a prayer to Jesus through Mary, to the Father by the Holy Spirit, as together we pray. Hail Mary. Full of, full of grace, grace, the Lord is the with Lord thee. Is with thee. Blessed, blessed art, art thou among women. women. And blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Father. This is phenomenal. We are, you know, it's cool because we're in such a um, a, a saint-rich period of the church's year. You know, we had the, the, the archangels, St. Jerome, the guardian angels, St. Therese, uh, St. Francis, St. Faustina, St. Bruno, but we don't talk about him. Um, and then we've got, uh, you know, we're coming up on another Wonderful, wonderful uh, celebration of the church's calendar here on October 13th. But I do want to thank you first, Father, for that beautiful prayer and the intentionality and the focus 
that you put on the words that we pray. Because we as Catholics, we can kind of get really fast sometimes when we say prayers. Mm. But how beautiful and how special with that intentionality on every syllable. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Well, and you know, when I was um, growing in my, my Catholic faith growing up, uh, I had a priest once suggest, he said, spend the day just praying over the words of the Hail Mary. Just take one at a time, because they're so rich. And I, I did this, and I, I try to I try to do this every year, and every time I do, it just goes deeper. It's like a little mini-retreat, just praying over the Hail Mary. The words are so profound. There's so much meaning in each one. And the power of even praying the Hail Mary, one Hail Mary well. The fruit, there's a, a St. Louis de Montfort even wrote in his secret um, of Mary and the power of the rosary, how the more we can engage in what we're praying, not just words, but the meaning, that it, it bears even greater fruit. Mm. And we are able to engage even more into <clears throat> into the prayer. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, well, speaking of Mary, there is a very important Marian date coming up on October 13th. Could, could you tell us about this? Well, and you know, I have to say too, what Brad, what you were sharing is, is I was really praying over that too. We have all these great saints yes. that we've been having all these wonderful feast days. And in, in addition, you know, uh, Paul, we've had Our Lady of the Rosary, yes. Our Lady of Victory, right. yeah. October 7th. And now we're moving toward the greatest single event in world history since the ascension of our blessed Lord into heaven and Pentecost, mm. yeah. the miracle of the sun, October 13th. And, you know, we had a, the privilege of taking a diocesan pilgrimage group with us to Fatima for the actual 100th anniversary of the miracle of the sun. Wow. wow. And, and what amazed me was when we, when we had mass, we had, we had an unexpected on the big jumbotron uh, greeting and message from Pope Francis, and mm. all the cardinals that were there, and the bishops, and as we started the Mass, it was almost identical to the very day. It was raining! Right, no kidding. <laughs> you know, it, it was cloudy skies, they're like, oh, wow. And literally, at the moment of the consecration at the Mass, everything began to open. The sun came forth, mm. everything dried out, <laughs> and as, as the priests uh, gathered uh, back with our pilgrims after the Holy Mass, we learned that there were those among us that actually witnessed the miracle of the sun no there that day. Really, wow. it was the most. It was. I was. I was. We're speechless. And wow. the, um, the 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 pilgrims, the the people that came, the the faith. It was. It was just. It was just incredible um, mm. to uh, to experience the, the joy. I mean. People were asking for confessions all over. I had people coming up to me in languages I didn't even know. Hmm. And they were asking me if I would, would hear their confession. And the Lord provided me with the ability to know their spoken language. No way, really? Wow. I've I... only had that happen in two places before as a priest, and that was one of them. It was just tremendous. And, you know, nothing happens in a vacuum our Lord, Our Lady Heaven, they continue to speak to us. And as Pope Benedict had stated when he was Cardinal Ratzinger, he was explaining that private apparitions are very important for us 
because they are God's message to us in a particular time mm-hmm. and in His particular way for, for helping us to realize things that we are experiencing in the here and now. You know, we have the gift of His public revelation that ended with the death of the last apostle, and all of that is necessary for our salvation. And so that is the core and our meat and potatoes. But we also have times we've had over 120 approved Marian apparitions of the Church um, over the years that Heaven continues to speak to us, Mm -hmm. to draw us closer and back to God. And I think in our time that we're living, it's even more important, as Pope John, Paul, and Pope Benedict have said, the message of Sodom is even more important today than it was a hundred years ago, because we're still waiting for the fullness of what was promised at Fatima to be fulfilled, hmm. that we are preparing for an era of peace. In the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph, and yeah. an era of peace will be given to the world, and Russia will be converted. And boy, do we need to pray for Russia right now. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. do, we pray do. Pray for that conversion. Both Donald Trump and Joe Biden had acknowledged in the last couple of days how important it is to be aware so that we can give that prayer to God, and how powerful the last time that I'm aware that we reached something to this level as both of them had acknowledged was the Cuban Missile Crisis back in October of 1962, right. and how everyone came to the church. Lines of confessions, praying, masses, rosaries, and I saw an interview recently, they said that the submarine commander that went with the two ships that crossed the blockade, he actually had the permission to launch anything he wanted to, and he had uh, in his arsenal nuclear weapons. And our intelligence did not know this. And there was a moment in the uh, escalation that he actually went to push the button, and he said that an invisible hand stopped him, Hmm. prevented him from pushing the button. And he later acknowledged that Though I was not a believer in God at that moment, I became very aware that He was real and that this was not part of what His plan was for us as humanity. Wow. And so the power of prayer preventing, and Sister Lucia had shared too, after the Pope John Paul had done the Marian consecration of, of Russia in 1984, March 25th, that the fruit of that was so great that it prevented in 1985 a world war that would have become nuclear. Yeah. So heaven continues to provide for us and intercede. And I think the more, too, that we we also, as Mary had asked us, making that reparation in our own life, too, that we are able literally to change the course of human history. That is amazing, Father. I just, this, uh, so much of this stuff I've never heard before. Uh, You know, as we're looking to talk about the October 13th and the the miracle of the sun, there, there might be listeners that are unfamiliar with the whole story of Our Lady of Fatima. So let's we're gonna take a quick break, but on the on the other side of the, that break, let's let's come back and kind of have you paint the picture of what what all led up to sure. October fifth thirteenth. All right, in nineteen seventeen. <laughs> yes, too, yes, for our listeners. absolutely. So we're gonna step away real quick, but we'll be back with this awesome story of Our Lady's appearance in Fatima back in nineteen seventeen. Stay with us for more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA, or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701 701- Two nine zero four five zero three. Let's get started. Real Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who is me? Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we told you there's more Real Presence Live to come, like right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are just so grateful you're here with us. And we're also so grateful that we have Father Peter Andrell from the Diocese of Fargo uh, talking to us more about the Fatima apparitions. Yeah. And exactly leading up to what happened in October 13th, but also how it applies to today. Yeah, Father, you set the stage so extraordinarily well in this first segment. Why don't you come back and unpack the whole you know, overall scope of Our Lady's apparitions to the, the three shepherd children back in 1917? Sure, Brad. Thank you. Well, it all, it all came to fruition because the world was at war. And it was breaking the heart of our Holy Father of the time. And he turned to Mary, the Mother of God, to intervene. He began to pray a novena. And as the novena closed, the closing day was May 13th of 1917. Hmm. And as she appeared to Lucia, Jacinta, and Francesco, three little shepherds, um, ages 10, uh, nine and, and eight, she began to reveal what would be known today as, as the peace plan from heaven. And it was acknowledging how prayer was heard. Every time we pray, our prayers are heard by God. And He always does answer them according to what is best for us. 
And so as people continue to beseech our Lord to end this war, Our Lady came to share that that is exactly what will be happening, that the war that the world was engaged in would be um, coming to an end, and the amount of time involved in it would be lessened through people's prayer. And then she began to reveal one of the most important things at every apparition. There were, were seven, or excuse me, six of them that were approved by the Church every month leading up to the October apparition on October 13th, that she asked to pray the rosary every day for world peace. And that is a message that continues to be extremely relevant for all of us today. You know, I was sharing the power that came of the rosary of the Fatima message, how it was lived out in history following the apparitions more in our modern time. The um, Soviet Union was looking to invade Austria in 1955. They had already invaded Bulgaria. They had taken out Hungary. They were um, hell-bent to, to grab another potential location. And one priest stood up, Father Peter, and he asked and mobilized the people of Catholic Austria to pray the rosary every day to honor the Fatima message to bring peace, to prevent the potentiality of their nation being invaded by Russia. And while the troops, very similar to Ukraine, were all along the border ready to invade, as people prayed and were mobilized, the Soviet Union fell back without a single shot being fired, and they never invaded the nation. And I think that we, too, um, need to be more aware of the Fatima message, because it is so extremely relevant for us today. We're seeing a war happening right now between Russia and Ukraine. And as Pope Francis has already stated for us, he really sees this as a global um, conflict, how it's been affecting our economies, how it is broadening beyond the borders of the two nations involved, including the combatants that come in and the people that are involved in the, the military planning. And so we, too, need to be aware of the signs of our times and how, as heaven intervened at Fatima with the little children, how Our Lady came to them and she prepared for them something so beautiful that not only would the war end, but she wanted to prevent another war by people repenting and converting and coming back to God. And I think this is one of the great things of our time as well. I was sharing this last weekend we were talking about how Jesus healed the leper. Uh, the ten were healed, one came back to thank him. And praise God, today we don't really see a lot of physical leprosy in the world that's able to be treated. But there sure is spiritual leprosy happening in the world. Mm -hmm. And literally since 1917 on, every single Holy Father has pointed out the Pope's state of the number one sin in America and in the world today is the denial of the reality of sin. Yes. Our conscience has become so deadened to understand what sin even really is anymore. And the more we become aware of it in our own life and in the lives of those around us, then we're able to make what we call reparation to repair damage that's done and to help us repent. You know, one of the great core messages of the gospel, repent and believe. And I believe that's the, really the core of what Sanama came to give to us, repent and believe, yes. to turn back to God, and to grow in that gift that faith is for us, and that leads to hope, and it leads to greater charity and love. And I think our world is in great need of growing in faith, hope, and that ability to love again. Mm. 
It, it is. And, and I just like how you correlate all the events that happened over 100 years ago and the message of Our Lady to us. But to apply it to today is, is just so important for our listeners because it's not something that happened long ago or whatever. It, it really is relevant to today. And with what the world is throwing at us right now, it's just even for our young children, our young adults, I mean, there's just so much conflict and lack of unity. Um, and, and this is what we need. Yeah, so Father, like as we're looking at, as you're kind of laying out the, the, the context and the message of Our Lady of Fatima, like how do we, how do we respond? Like what, is, what, is, what are we called to do here? Amen, and, and that's really the, the, the cut to the quick reality is what do we do? And I know we just had daily mass the other day and, and we were talking about just the, the signs of our time and, and that someone asked that exact, exact question, what do I do? And I said, well, the first is that we just continue to deepen our, like I was sharing, faith, hope, and charity, those theological virtues. We need to continue to ask, to receive, seek to find, knock, that it shall be opened, that we continue to grow closer to God. And we follow Mary as our example, not my will, but yours be done. This is a great gift that Our Lady and Our Lord give to us. Jesus would say also, um, Heavenly Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass, but not my will, but yours be done. We need to unite even more fully to doing God's will, to seek His will, to know His will, and to do His will. And as we do this, there is such joy and such peace, and, and it starts by looking at our own life. Mm. Lord, where is there sin, even secret sin in my life? Is there any addiction? Is there fear? Is there unforgiveness? Is there anger? Is there jealousy? Is there sloth? You know, that's one of the things we were talking about this last weekend, too, uh, at the masses. A lot of the time, we kind of check off, well, I did this today, okay, I got my prayer done, I did this today, I got that done, and that's wonderful, but sometimes we look at our day and think, gosh, you know, I could do more. That was just kind of the minimum, getting to Sunday Mass, praying before I go to bed, praying when I wake up. Mary said, pray the rosary every day for world peace, and I invite all of our listeners, please, if you're praying the rosary, keep it up. If you're praying one shoot for two. Mm. And if you're doing two, shoot for three. A rosary a day keeps the devil at bay. It is powerful. And daily mass. Um, being able to go into Eucharistic adoration, praying uh, spiritual reading. We need to be built up and inspired. All these wonderful saints that we've been experiencing their feast days of, we need these wonderful friends of ours in high places to inspire and encourage. Good um, scripture. Praying over, you know, going over the gospel. I encourage our listeners, if they've never prayed fully through a gospel before, consider that. Brother Mike Smith has that wonderful Praying the Bible in a Year podcast available. But we need to be set on fire. Mm -hmm. America still has the number one largest number of baptized of any nation on earth, including the Catholic Church is the largest institution. We have the largest number of the baptized, but we are kind of a sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. We need to be re-engaged. And I think that's part of what these world events are doing. They're ultimately leading us to, uh, to repentance, to turn back to God. You know, the almighty dollar is uh, on the fritz, if you will. I think it's kind of coming to a point now where we're looking at even at our financial system and saying, what is going on here? Yeah. And even with these uncertainties around us in the worldly sense, God's certainty remains um, complete mm -hmm. and directly for us. And I think that's what he's doing. He's drawing us back to himself. And he's showing us even 
Um, I know a lot of my farmers in the field right now, and they were commenting about, Holy Father, the weather keeps becoming more and more profound with each passing year. Mm-hmm. And even they are becoming aware of these signs around them. That the more that we turn back to God, even uh, even the weather responds, even nature itself. So, Father, the we turn away. I have a quick question for you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We have two minutes till we have a break. But um, so, with the state of the world today, and a lot of our families are hurting. You know, there's those that really get it and are very intentional, and then there's, you know, people we love who, you know, aren't intentional and and can bring a lot of pain, and yet it's like. If we're too overzealous, they push back, you know, but it's like, what would be your advice to our listeners that, you know, there's a lot of families in pain. Um, what would be your advice to them in these in these difficult times? You know, it's a wonderful question, Janine. You know, the um, the first and most powerful thing is that we pray that we're, we're there for them. We let them know that we care, we love them enough, that we are... Uh, that whatever is going on is important enough that we're letting them know that they're not alone. I think that's that's one of the devil's great tactics, mm-hmm. is to cause um, isolation um, and uh, division. And and we have, you know, this reality, too. There's so many things with the, of dividedness, divisiveness as well, diversions, deceptions, discouragement. Those are the diabolical Ds. And the antidote is, is uh, reunion of that we care enough that we let them know and that we're, we're, we're a shoulder that they can, you know, uh, be strengthened with, you know, a shoulder to cry on, a shoulder to just find solace, our faith, encouraging them to come back to the basic tenets. You know, maybe people are away from church. They're not really praying. They're not really living the Catholic life, the Christian life that they're meant to, that God would want. And it's that self-examination, letting the Holy Spirit kind of show them and reveal to draw them back and draw them further and Amen. then the Holy Spirit's truths are love, joy, and peace. <laughs> and they come. And the more we strive to follow and do things God's way, it all happens. And that's the gift of freedom. Amen, Father. Thank you. freedom of a lawlessness. And we have to overcome the lawlessness by being faithful. That's Mother Teresa's great phrase. We're not simply called to be successful. We're called to be faithful. You nailed because it, Father. Are faithful that is absolutely right. Yes, yes. Thank you, Father. That is, that's where we need to be. That's where we need to be. Uh, we're we're at a close here, Father. Can you give us a quick uh, blessing, and then we're going to have to take a quick break. And we pray through the intercession of Our Lady of Sodom and all the saints in heaven to continue this wonderful cloud of witnesses, surround us, protect us, guide us, along with the holy angels and all things, leading us to the triumph of your immaculate heart and the promised era of peace for the world in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And God bless you Thank all. You. Oh, God bless you, too, and thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to step away for a quick moment, but we'll be back with more Real Presence Live on the other side of this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 